everything you have? Because that's what a Mayfair will cost. Welcome to Satanists on Cinema. We are your hosts, Satanist Cameron John and Reverend Campbell. Satanists on Cinema is a film review and commentary series that places our witches' totems under your bed. Because, let's be honest, we could all use a little more of the devil in our beds. Then, we travel to our underground altar, and that's where we perform our satanic ritual for an extra-large pizza. And then we watch your sexy, evil lovemaking in our crystal ball. Why? Because we're ma we're master Satanists, yeah. and God damn it, we're not to be taken lightly. Yeah. Welcome to our review of The Conjuring: The Devil Made Me Do It. <laughs> Welcome, <laughs> and all. I was like, how am I gonna weave in this stuff? Okay, I, I had fun with it. Just in that, time. That was pretty good. Fucking hates this movie with a long ragged broomstick with rusty nails protruding out of it. He hates this Whoa. movie. Whoa. Not that he has an opinion on it. No, not at all. <laughs> Dog, Jesus, I thought it was us. fucking fun as shit. <laughs> uh, you know what I didn't do? I uh, didn't throw up our ratings, so I'm going to have to um, do that live. Uh, Fareed, okay. thanks you so much for joining us. DJ Rape Canal Official. That's a fucking name. <laughs> Hell I yeah. hope you didn't earn that title. Uh, <laughs> Kyle, how you doing? Thanks for joining. James, what's up? And anyone else after the fact, uh, this is, uh, of course, our film review and commentary series. We're talking about The Conjuring. This is the third Conjuring. So just as a bit of a refresher, I want to remind everyone what the first two Conjurings were about. Because this is the eighth film in the Conjuring universe, as it were. And so you may be a little bit confused about where this fits in specifically. It's following uh, Ed and Lorraine Warren, who were supposedly the people who investigated the Amityville horror thing. And they mm -hmm. decided to make films off of them. Um... Conjuring 1 was all about the witch Bathsheba Sherman who sacrificed her weak old baby and then cursed anyone who entered their house. And that was an amazing film when it came out. I still own it and uh, I still love it. Yeah. I think it's a great film. I've watched it at least once a year. Yeah. The Conjuring 2 was about a little girl who became possessed by an uh, old ghost resident of their English home um, in England. The UK. Those weirdos. Um, yeah, just in case you thought it was America or something. Uh, <laughs> but really, that was happening because a demon named Valak was making it happen. Mm -hmm. And so that was, you know, setting up the nun, but also, you know, everything setting up the universe as a whole. So it introduced a whole bunch of other type of characters as well. So anyway, that's what the number two is about. Mm -hmm. This number three is very different. Here's the log line. Based on a chilling true story, so you know it's true. Paranormal investigators Ed and Lorraine Warren risk their lives to prove the innocence of the accused and the existence of evil forces in the first U.S. trial where demonic possession is being used as a legal defense. Now, this is a 2021 American supernatural thriller film released, uh, directed by Michael Graves. It was a screenplay by David Leslie Johnson, Mick Goldrick. He has this wasn't directed name. by Michael Graves, just saying. Is a screenplay. Chaves. What are you talking about? This was. Chaves. Michael Chaves. Chaves. No, not Graves. Chavez. <laughs> Chavez. Michael Graves is a little bit different. <laughs> okay. What it he wasn't said. by the misfit. What? 
I'm hooked on phonics worked for me. So CH is Chavez. All right. So fuck you guys for saying it wrong your whole lives. I know. I got it right. I'm hooked on phonics. Um, <laughs> again, this is a sequel to The Conjuring 2013 and The Conjuring 2 2016. Again, it's the eighth installment in The Conjuring Universe. It had a $39 million budget, box office of $71.2 million. And James Wan, who created all of this whole universe, was just too busy on different projects. But he had a very different original idea for what this film would actually be. And so I find it very interesting that it ended up where it was. So all of the trailers for this film led everyone to believe it was like a courtroom drama which would have been a really strange twist for a Conjuring-type film. But it still felt very Conjuring because it wasn't a courtroom drama at all. It was a sort of paranormal investigation drama, right? Yeah. Do you want to walk us through sort of the the beats of this yeah. film? Yeah, so this is, like, this is something that I loved about it because uh, you don't see it too often, where the movie starts with the exorcism. Like, that's something I feel like we don't really see too often with an exorcism movie. Um, and that's fantastic. The kid from... Um, yeah! Uh, uh, Haunting, so of Hill Haunting House. of Hill House. He was yeah. so good. It took me, like, I don't know, maybe two and a half minutes to go, like, I know him. Mm. Where do I know this kid from? Because he does such a brilliant job at portraying just this sort of innocent victim child. I was like, it's not it. How the fuck was it? Yeah. You know, just run through all the films. And finally, Shauna was like, okay, so she figured out, not me. But she was like, Hill House? I was like, oh my gosh! No, no, that's no, no. it! She, you're married. Yeah. So whatever she decides. It's like, true. You know, I own half her, of it. Yeah, it's that's just how it works. You de- you figured it out. You figured it, as a team. That's it. That's it. I like it. Yeah, I like so it, it starts with that. That that was fucking fantastic. Because um, like, it's like, oh, it's not working. Okay, well, let's everybody just take a break. Kid decides to go upstairs. And then that's when Demon decides to show up again. And fuck, was that fun. Like, seeing him stab his dad. Yeah. Uh, and then twist it, too. Yeah. It wasn't just like, like was... hey, I'm just going to stab you. No, I'm going to make you hurt. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, let's see if I can kill you with a piece of glass. In your knee. And the whole time I was thinking, okay, it's like a little munchkin attacking you, right? Like, how do you fight off the 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 popsicle guild? What is it? What are they called? Lollipop guild. Lollipop. How do you fight off the lollipop guild? It's all punting Rock. all day long. Mm-hmm. Like, that's all you got as a regular-sized person is to punt <laughs> the little guy. So yep. I'm thinking, you don't want to punt your kid. That's just mean. But he's stabbing you in the leg. You gotta that, do... that deserves a punch in the face. I feel least. like like I would grab the head and literally throw it. <laughs> <Just>. <laughs> that was my go-to move anyway in my head. Yeah, but then fun. they might take the glass, like they might still have a grip on That's it, true. and then you're just lacerating your That's leg true. more. It's just a solid punch in the face. That's yeah. Like your when it out, punch your kid in the face. <laughs> but I, I parenting love... advice from someone with no kids. That's why I'm the best person for advice. <laughs> best person. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, uh, like sorry, so it's that like that gets just intense as shit, of course. Um oh. and, and I loved as Ed is pulling him downstairs because they're like, fuck, we gotta do yeah. this shit. Right Tells the priest, like, dude, we gotta do this now. And he's like, All right, well, fuck, let's call a cab and get to the yeah. church. No, it's no, like, no. what God understand about now. Now means right this fucking second. So he picks up the kid and is taking him downstairs. And just watching him struggle. The kid's not actually touching anything, but like he's you know, reaching out his hands demon. and then scratched against the wall. Like that shit was just cool. The demon. Yeah. yeah. 
You got to kind of like exorcism films to like this film because mm-hmm. it's all about possession and exorcism. Like when you boil everything down, that's the the core of what this film is. If you don't appreciate those types of films, you're really not going to like this at all. Yeah. Well, and it, it was nice too, because um, like not only do we see what's happening to the person as the audience, but we actually see what the possessed individual is seeing. Right. Um, which I, I feel like we don't get that a lot as well. In no, movies. I, I really enjoyed that, especially through Ed's eyes. Mm-hmm. Like I thought that was fun. And the protagonist, like the main guy um, who's mm-hmm. on trial. We'll get yeah. into it. Yeah, let's get into that now really quick. Let's pause the, the retelling here. Patrick Wilson is Ed Warren. Of course, he's fantastic. Fuck um, yeah. Vera Farmiga is Lorraine. She's great. Love her. Yeah, she's something. Ruari O'Connor is Orange Cheyenne Johnson. Do you have any native peoples in you? Really? Do you? <laughs> I feel like you can't Me? really have a no fucking Arn Cheyenne Johnson. You can't have the middle name Cheyenne if you don't actually have. Anyway, um, Sarah Catherine Hook as Debbie Glatzel, uh, Julian Hilliard as David Glatzel, John Noble as Kastner, and who, I mean, come on. John Noble is just phenomenal, he's great. In everything, yeah. from the X Files to Fringe to mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings, I will watch anything that man is in. Yeah, period. I it could be an hour of him just sitting there just eating talking. a fucking tomato. I will watch that. <laughs> Dude. Did you ever watch Fringe? Fuck yeah! Oh, so I love good. Fringe. So goddamn good. Uh, and then Eugene Bondurant as the occultist, which I have to say that the casting of this film, everyone that's supposed to be kind of off a little bit especially if they're possessed or something, they look off. Like, they mm-hmm. they just have great facial structures. Mm-hmm. Everyone looks great in this film. I just really loved that aspect of it. I thought the casting was spot on. Because you could not... Like, the occultist, it doesn't matter if she could act. It doesn't... No. She, she has, like, three she lines. Yeah. She's just got to look like a creepy master Satanist. Mm-hmm. And you're not well, going to get these guys, yeah. so... I mean, we were busy. I would have done it, I had but... A thing. You know, I you didn't know? feel like wearing heels. Yeah. I mean, heels I, I, dirt. It's just, it's, it's rough. You know, the weird part about that is mm. the first time I watched, it, I was like, I know that person. I know that Satanist <laughs> because it looks like a Satanist. I know, but I yeah. want to call anyone out. So, but it wasn't, it wasn't that, but I know who that looks like. Like it looks like a person. Like I know. Anyway. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, she totally looked like a person. Excellent. She cat definitely hair. looked like a person. I mean, she had it down with the eyes and like the ears and stuff. Whew. Talk about Yeah, fucking... no, they that's one thing they've done fantastic with these films. Like, I mean, look at Valak. Yeah. Like she's really not that much uh like there's not much prosthetic work going on there. And the thing she is, is like when she's piece. like just an actress, like cleaned up, she looks good. Mm. So you have to look beyond like you have to look at the structure of the face in order to really be able to tell whether these people are going to be able to transform. And I thought everyone did such a great job. Like everyone. Mm-hmm. It was, it was amazing. Okay. I think it's just a stamp of approval. Like just how amazing James Wan is. Yeah. Like yeah. Everything he does. Well, it's like, you know, we all like to think that it's the director or the writer that makes these things. But the truth is, is there's, there's so many people behind the scenes that make these mm-hmm. decisions. And, you know, there's casting directors for a reason. Like, they have to go through talent. They go through tons of pictures, tons of sit-in, you know, uh, casting uh, 
You can tell I'm not in the industry. Appearances? <laughs> what is the fucking... What do they call them? The Collins? Auditions? Aud I need to find someone else to do this for me. I can't do this anymore. I don't even know the word oh, audition. The, the casting couch. Like, that's that's what they do, right? <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of blowjobs going on, right? The casting couch, you know? Is that something else I'm watching? Because I'm watching something else. All right. Um, yeah. Okay, let's get back to the retelling of the fucking film. All right, so getting back yeah, to the film. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> exorcism's going on. It's insane. There's shit flying around everywhere. People are going crazy. And then uh, what's his bucket? Arnie's like, oh, hey, you know, leave the kid alone. Why don't you take me instead? And yeah. it's like, you're fucking stupid. Don't do that. I, all right. So and, here's I got to stop you there because that is that that is the part of this film that I hate more than any other part of this film. I don't really hate this film, but that that is like the standout. I hate that trope that you could just tell a demon that is inhabiting someone else's body like, no, don't hurt them. They did an exorcist too, and I didn't like it then. No, take mm. me. Take me. And what is the demon going to think? He is currently throwing everything up in the air and bugging everyone and fucking with everyone's minds and totally causing a havoc. And then they're just going to stop? Because, because what? You asked? No, fuck you. I don't want to be in you. <laughs> you don't deserve me. How about that? Right. How about the demon has some, I don't know, standards? Maybe there's something along with that. And then that doesn't make sense at all when you think about why the demon is actually infecting these people in the first place with the witch's mm -hmm. totem. First of all, if someone wants to make me a witch's totem, I will love you forever. Fuck, dude, I was so Just disappointed saying. in myself. I was going to make one today before oh, the show. Dude, dude like, I will buy I, one from you in a yeah, heartbeat. Because I've got like a whole bunch of job owns and shit oh. in my garage. It's like I was going to make like a little mini one and then a yeah. big one. Yeah, and then I just completely lost track of time today. <sighs> Man, yeah. I like seriously. From here until you make it, I will buy one from you if you make it. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Um, or I'll just fast. give it to you, and you won't notice it. Yeah. Oh shit. And then spooky things are gonna happen. <laughs> oh shit. Um. Well, I, the only reason why these demons are like possessing these people is because of the totem. Right? Mm -hmm. Controlled by the master Satanist. So why would he then jump willy-nilly? Like, at that point, he wasn't called out at all. Mm -hmm. So did the demon go against the master Satanist's wishes and then fuck up her plans until she could then plant the totem for the guy? Hmm. Like, it was weird, right? No, I didn't think about that at all. Like, I've watched this a couple of times since it came out, and I never quite considered because we don't get a picture of the little kid. I'm I mean, saying. we're jumping ahead a little bit, but like on the altar, she has a picture of the dude, yeah. but not the kid. Yeah. I hadn't considered that. Was this like a long game chance that she was hoping he would say that? So I, that she could I mean, then get maybe. him? Uh, maybe. I don't know. That, that was a huge issue that I had. Right as I was watching, I was like, not this again. Come on. <laughs> it's not going to work. And then it works, and then everything's fine. For like 10 minutes in the film, I was like, if it possessed him, why is everyone okay just going back to life as normal? What right. is happening? This doesn't make any sense at all. This is some army of the dead type bullshit, like, story problem. Right. Yeah! That's a huge problem. You get it's possessed not. by a demon and then nothing happens? You're just okay? 
I yeah, but to it. compare this to Army of the Dead, like, come on. I'm saying that had some plot holes. This is a huge plot hole. That's why. Yeah, I, I it's not them. like fucking Grand Canyon of plot holes like fucking Army of Dead. Or that dumb fucking movie had. <laughs> I still want to watch it again. I probably never. I, will, but I probably will I at some. Probably point. will never watch it again. <laughs> but in my head, I want to. So yeah, I, that that was a big problem for me. I was just like, wait, what? No, come on, no. And then nothing happened. I was like, where the fuck did the demon go? What happened? What the, what are the rules of this universe? Because everything that I've learned so far about possession in my life as a master Satanist is that if I call a demon, he's going to do some demon shit. You know? I mean, I'd like to get fucked up and do some fucked up shit. I guess that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, sometimes demons can't hang, apparently. <laughs> yeah. He was like, Just ooh, that. this guy's... Ooh. I don't like the way he <laughs> masturbates. Ooh. <laughs> This is too much. I mean, yeah. I know I need some souls, but damn, do I need them this bad? Yeah, it's all sticky. Do I have to be in here? You know what? I'm just going to shake off this mortal coil. Fuck that guy. And the master saying, this is like, no, get back to him. And he's like, oh, I want it. I'll piss Jeez. off that. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Mr. Satan. All right. Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah, so now, of course, we're already past the fact that Arnie's possessed now and we get yeah. little glimpses that you know something's not right in his head i mean we already know that he got possessed because i mean it was yeah. very clear the transformation um <laughs> during the exorcism um but he's just getting little glimpses like the, the fun one right before he goes bonkers is he has he's up on a tree getting ready to chainsaw some shit up and clearly doesn't know how a chainsaw works um <laughs> uh, and then drops shit almost kills somebody because master satanist is chilling and the house that he's working at yeah dude i mean that would scare me too i guess yeah dude. um first that's of all she... i feel like if ash can do a one-armed chainsaw pull you should be able to do a two-armed pull, chainsaw pull uh, i mean ashley is uh he's a fucking prime specimen of a true. man so it's true i mean this kid he's like some fucking little nerdy nerdy scrawny kid like fuck yeah. him he can fix the stereo he can get some blondie working yeah, he totally could and did, and that was so a weird. Great part of the movie, because I know people like that. That took, <laughs> totally took me out of the film. That part, really? Yeah. So he uh, was sent home after having almost killed his, I don't know, coworkers or whatever they yeah. were. He was like doing the side job or something. I I never really fully understood why he was in the tree. But uh, yeah, then he was sent home for the day, which never would happen if you were working on a job. Right. He's like, oh, you you clearly tried to kill us uh, on accident, so, you know, I just take the day off. No, they'd be like, <laughs> stop fucking around. Get back up right. there. Like, that's how life works. So he was sent yeah. home. He had a day off. Good on him. And uh, the he lives in a pet grooming store, like a pet shelter. What was that? That was a boarding house. It's just like tons of animals in cages. I, I was tearing my hair out. Like, that's not how you live. If you have a pet I mean, boarding hey, house, that's how you, you that's how you're storing it. Yeah, you do what you got to do. That's horrible. Like have a space in the yard that they can like move in or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That really bugged me. I felt like that's animal abuse. I mean, it was the '80s. People were different then. Yeah, <laughs> and this guy was really different. Very different. <laughs> Reminiscing about old Blondie shows <laughs> that they attended. I awesome. mean. 
What did you think about that? Because again, we're we're operating in in like a sequential time, uh, you know, from the first film to now. So we are in the seventies. So they had to play up the seventies era. Were no, you okay with that? 80s. No, this is eighty one. Is it? Yeah. Okay. So late seventies, early eighties. Eighty one is definitely in the eighties. <laughs> Not the seventies. So they're in an era. <laughs> did you feel like that era was represented well? I mean, they're fucking blasting Blondie for fuck's sakes. I'm just checking his work. Crank it up to 11. <laughs> yeah. 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 And again, I know people like that. So I just bought into it. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, I could see that happening. Like, I mean, God, that was my dad when I was a kid. Like, oh, new speakers. Let's see if we can blow them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, the first time I watched this, I did not enjoy it. The second time I watched this, I came around. I'm actually enjoying it. Like at this point in the film, watching the second time, I'm in. Like, yeah, okay, I get it. This guy loves Blondie apparently, and he just wants to stare to work because he's drunk and he wants to party and he wants to. I dance. mean, it's a great fucking album. Like I dig just, it. Just, yeah. Well, first of all, it is a good song. I mean, the reason there's a reason why it's you know fucking, it, it's broke through the barrier of pop culture into mm-hmm. everyone knows it even if they don't know who did it. Um, but that being said. Like him, like pulling in the dude's girlfriend, like dancing with her. I feel like that was a barrier that I would not have allowed to cross. As like, if I'm putting myself in Arnie's or Arn's position, and like I was way too self-conscious, way too jealous at that age, and it actually almost, I almost got divorced because of it because I couldn't handle. I was, I had to do a lot of self-fucking work because I was a fucking mess. I would have knocked that dude out. Like if he was like. Like grabbing on my girl like that? Would have had a problem with that. Yeah, see, I'm an asshole. I would have let it happen until it got inappropriate, and then I would have watched my wife beat the I feel fuck like out. That's of normal me. though. Like that's, <laughs> I'm the <laughs> asshole here, not you. You're just like a normal person. Yeah. So, uh... <laughs> hey, silly. Thanks for joining us. Uh, what's up, Anton? Hey. <laughs> oh, okay. Names. Um, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> All right, so this is when shit hits the fan. You know, music's cranked, everybody's dancing, having a good time, but he's still kind of in and out. Um, and then he just snaps and is like, oh, fuck, we got to get the hell out of here because he sees his landlord friend guy yeah. turn into something else. So that's when he Future Devil's bolting. triangle partner. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's... Felt like it was in the mail. It was happening. I... Eiffel Tower all the way. Um, yeah, so that's when he just, like, freaks the fuck out. Oh, and he's, yeah. you know, this girl's running, he's running, and then he trips, just drops his knife. And that's when you know, ah, shit. Friend's gonna die. Yeah. And as he's sitting there, the dogs are going crazy. It's all beautifully lit. And then it just blacks out. And then, of course, that's when he gets attacked by the demon. But it wasn't the demon. It was his drunk friend checking on him to see why he fell. Yeah. So, of course, he you know, does what everybody else would do. He stabbed him 22 times. Yeah. And then just bounced. Yeah, that's what people do. Yeah, that that yeah. old chestnut. We all have a yeah. story like I mean, that. it happened more than once in the fucking film. It's so, true. obviously, <laughs> it really it's did. common. So, um, this is the point that you alluded to earlier about loving to see it from this position mm-hmm. of what the actual murderer sees that i agree this was a great setup and this is very very apropos for any conjuring film ever 
they are great with jump scares and that's kind of where they're you know that's their vibe that's what they're always going for so it gets all black and then you see the dude crawling out i thought the body horror element like with the the little kids um um exorcism yeah they do a yeah, lot of the body horror stuff in this i don't think it needed it it was just it I mean, took I me out it. you didn't mind it no, not at all. It totally well, and took I mean, me that's, out of it. that's like par for the course with exorcism movies anyways. I mean, one of the greats, you know, the exorcism of Emily Rose, like that was some fun contortion and shit. You know, you got a good point there. I, I did not think about that. I always go to like the granddaddy, the exorcist, and mm-hmm. the head turning around. And so whenever I see like the, I, maybe it's not even like the body contortionist stuff, but it's the sounds I'm just like, mm-hmm. come on! Like, what are you, what are you doing at this point? Like, if I was a demon, I would be grabbing a beer and a pizza, because you don't get that stuff anymore, <laughs> right? Right? Or right. Do you? I don't know. There's, is there I mean, I hope so. <laughs> yeah, we're all going there. We better have fucking beer and pizza. Does Domino's deliver? <laughs> They're the only oh, ones that deliver. That would definitely be hell. It's hell, okay? <laughs> you get Domino's and don't bitch about it. You get Domino's and flat beer. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah. flat Shasta. It's not even like on brand soda. It's like the sh- the, the RC Cola. <laughs> and it's flat and warm. Ugh. Yeah, that sounds like hell to me. Yeah. Whatever. I need to find Jesus, I guess. <laughs> we got to change the name of the show now. Yep. <laughs> Finding <laughs> Jesus. Uh, okay, so... Where the fuck were we? He Okay, so we and He stabbed his friend 21 times. Yeah, he stabbed his friend and then he comes to as he's walking down the street covered in blood and the cops showing up to the house because it, at this point um we completely glossed over this, but Ed has a heart attack uh brought on by the demon. Mm-hmm. Totally not healthy choices or the lack of healthy choices in his life. Um yeah, so he gets dropped by a heart attack. He's in the hospital and then when he comes to out of his, you know, intensive care recovery, it, first thing he says is, holy fuck, you guys need to go back there. Arnie's in trouble. And then Lorraine calls the police, tells them there's going to be an emergency. And then that's where the cops come in and they pick him up for the murder of his friend. Yeah. And that's and of where course, we, we finally get the trial aspect of this. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. the whole point of the whole setup of the whole show. And is like 27, 35 minutes in. Mm-hmm. I don't know Which I'm fine with. But then we don't return to it until the very end. Like, we got, like, two minutes of trial, which was the the framing of the show of every trailer was those two minutes. And then we just deviate from it entirely. Oh, yeah. God damn. How dare they give us a movie that's not set in a courtroom? I want Matlock! (laughs) You want Matlock? I want Liar Liar with ghosts, God damn Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) Give me some Sam Raimi courtroom drama exorcism shit, and I am there. I'd, yeah, I'd be he would fucking that, own that shit. That would be <laughs> badass. Yeah. Uh, I did like that little exchange that they had with her, his lawyer. Oh, um, man, that was like, fantastic. No, how about you come over to our house? We have a little dinner. We show you some shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you still don't believe, we'll leave you alone. And then the next shot, she's in the thing just like fucking, oh, my gosh. Look at Annabelle. Yeah. It's almost like when you proposition somebody to join your couple, you know, for a little little good time. (laughs) Next scene is always the person, like, regretting their decision and just like, oh, God, what did I do? By the way, how come you've never propositioned me? What? Uh, Well, you're usually too drunk. (laughs) And then I'm usually too drunk. I just can't perform. I can keep it up, okay? 
It may not be like it's like a this, but it'll work. You might be able to squeeze it into a hole or something if you push real hard with your fingers. What are we talking about? Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, people. I'm sorry, everyone. All right. Because that's what you get with this show. Welcome to our show. Um, continue, I guess. I don't fucking remember where we were. <laughs> All we right, were at the so, courtroom part. Yes, courtroom. And He's going she's like, hey, rails. so this is our defense. He's possessed by a demon. <laughs> and the court's like, well, that's bullshit. You guys need to prove it. Yeah. So then that's the catalyst for the you know, the, the movie. Like I, they're like, oh, okay, we got to figure out what the fuck's going on so we can prove that he's possessed by a demon. Yeah, the whole setup fails in the end. Like, does it though? Dude still goes to jail. Yeah, for Serves. fucking manslaughter versus first degree murder. No one bought like, that. They were like just he, like, all right, you know, they, these people spent so much time. Let's just fucking let's end this trial. This is too long. No, like he, it was a, it was a pretty big difference. Like that's twenty years versus five years. All right, you do have a point there. Like, it's, I mean, 15 years is a lot of time. Let me, you continue while I try to work through breaking down your argument. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, so, yeah, that's when they decide to go investigate the house to find out what the hell's going on. Um, they move the waterbed where little kid was possessed. They're like, oh, yeah, we had to move this after it burst because it did water damage. And that's when the Warrens are like, we're experts with wood and water, and clearly that's not water damage. So then... <laughs> that was so funny, because it was like this, oh, that's not water damage. And Lorraine was yeah. like, oh, no. <laughs> like, yeah. they just know? <laughs> I mean... It was, like, bubbly. I, what, they've seen some shit. They didn't have yeah. an insurance adjuster come in to, like, give them, like, no, I'm not going to pay for this. This is a busted waterbed, and this is clearly water damage. No yeah, one else knew any. Right. I thought that was weird. <laughs> but uh, then, then we so get the obvious. funnies because uh, you know they're like, "Oh, well, let's look under the house." And then they open up the crawl space, and it's all dark and spooky and cobwebby. And Ed's getting ready to go under there, and she's like, "No, you're fucking crippled. You got a stint in your." Yeah, he's like, "I don't want you to mess up your dress." Oh yeah, that was that was a dumb <laughs> chuckle, but I, I, it still it hit. There was me. like. Yeah. This like female empowerment moment that totally missed the mark where she was like, I'm going to go down. And she looked well, at the other girl and the other girl was like, mm. I think part <laughs> like, of that is delivery. Like, man, I, so full so disclosure, bad. this is the hardest part of this franchise with me is Vera Farmagia or what, however the fuck you right. pronounce her name. I cannot oh, stand Nico. her. Oh, I mean, really? she almost kind of learned to act during this film, oh, which is wow. nice, but like, She's the reason why I can't watch Bates Motel. Like, it's just, it is difficult because she cannot act. She oh, cannot shit. emote. I had no idea. It's like looking at an alien that's trying to mimic being wow. human. That's only watched, like, Law and Order a couple of times. <sighs> Holy shit, I had no idea. Yeah, I, I, I can't she was stand. okay? Yeah, that's a problem, though. She's just okay. Like, Patrick Wilson, he's fucking amazing like he's carried this franchise as far as i'm concerned he's a badass and even he's her daughter um whatever the fuck her name is right. the one that was in <laughs> the nun like she's great she is a phenomenal actor but whatever that's anyway. interesting i never considered that at all like what that she was a bad actor yeah like i never even it never even entered my head because she's never she was always like a central she was the the pivot point for everything that patrick would do 
Mm-hmm. But you don't have to act as a pivot point. You just have to pivot. Mm-hmm. So I never really thought about that. That's interesting. Okay. I'm going to have to go back and look. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty pretty rough. Since we're here already, I'm, I want to talk about how they're aging these characters. If you ever look at the original Warrens, they were a goddamned mess. I mean, they were full <laughs> yeah. of shit, but they were a goddamned mess. They, yeah. they were just like, at 12, they looked like they were 47. They just yeah. have never looked as good as these two actors have ever looked. And uh, you can see in this show, they're actually like starting to age them up. You get a little heart condition with a heart attack. She's doing her hair all up. She's a little chunkier in the neck. I mean, what do you think about that? About changing I, the characters in order to match the actual people they're trying to portray. Well, I think they're doing a much better job, especially with um, Patrick Wilson. Like, yeah. the, the hair was right. Yeah. Because um, with the Warrens, like, I I mean, sure, it's all bullshit and mm-hmm. whatever, but it's fun. Like, I, I own most of their books because it's just fun, goofy shit. But, like, you're looking at pictures and shit. Like, he had that perfect little quaff ducktail in the back. And it's like they're starting to actually get that with Patrick Wilson. It's like, yeah. oh, look, it's starting to kind of resemble him. I hope they don't put him in a fat suit or anything, but, you know, he's getting closer to the character. Yeah. I really appreciate they did that. I thought mm-hmm. I thought adding in the heart attack was a great way to limit his character's um, ability or, you know, his, his vitality. I thought it was mm-hmm. it was a logical way to bring a little bit of realism into a character that up until this point has really seemed like he could do anything. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, he sings Elvis for fuck's sake. Right. What and else is there? Amazingly. <laughs> it was, first of all, that was the best part of the conjuring Two, was okay, him was. playing fucking Elvis. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's I was, that's, that's why that's my favorite in the franchise. <laughs> it was so awesome. All right. Sorry. So, uh, right. we're at the point where they're doing <laughs> something. <laughs> they're doing something more importantly than something oh my they find the witch's totem yeah ooky little evil jawbone thingy that i wasn't aware was, it was like a predator jaw face it was like that opened was pre- up which was cool yeah I, I the thing that bothers me is i've been trying to figure out the scale of it because right. it's vertebrae and a jawbone in, in some sense, it looks too. like it's like this fucking big. Right. Well, no, because um, that's in the at the end of the film, like because there's three different totems, right. because that's the part of the curse. Which, you know, whatever we can talk about it right now. Like yeah. the the master satanist needs three different souls to finish the curse and get whatever she was supposed to get. Right. I I don't know what the end I, game. But was. it wasn't three because they had the the girl, the random girl, right? Nope. 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 They, they talked about that, too, because... Um, Dude, I watched this twice, and I missed that. Well, so that's when they're doing the investigation with the police um, about the girl and the right. disappearance and stuff. Um, she received just a random package, and that's what was in the package when she was at college. Fucking witch that, totem unibomber. Well, I mean, that's what it was, because she was working within her area. And uh, that was why they had such a hard time figuring it out, because, you know all this shit's going on down here and then up in fucking Danver, that's where the kid is. Like, the the girl went uh, missing. So, yeah, they were having a hard time triangulating where the hell was going on. Right, but still, that was... Was that one of the three souls that you're talking about? Yeah. Okay. I didn't realize there was a three-soul maximum to this, Mm -hmm. this game that she's playing. Well, and they even talked about it because she needed 
like it, when they opened up the book and figured out what kind of curse it was and were trying to figure out how to uh, break the curse, you know, she had to have an innocent, she had to have a suicide, then she had to have a uh, man of God. So is that like halfway through We Are Satanists or is that near the end? Because I'm not done yet. Oh, just man, I, the book. fuck, I don't know. I'm only in the first chapter. I, I'm so sad I haven't had a chance to sit like down. Maybe now. that, maybe the witch totem curse spell slash ritual is like at the tail end of that book it's it's got to at least be in the three to four hundred range i would imagine man little aside i was fucking ecstatic and uh um intimidated when i got that fucking book like i kept telling myself because i didn't i didn't watch your fucking box opening video yeah you don't watch my shot i get it i i usually watch your shit but i think i was working or something when that came out so i didn't know the size of the fucking book and i've been talking about it like oh yeah i'll just finish it the night that i get it because i'm thinking like two three and satan yeah i can do that in a night yeah and then thunk it's like oh holy shit okay Yeah. (laughs) yeah let's uh i guess uh cancel my appointments for the weekend (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna fight through this yeah yeah the whole master satanist thing can we just talk about that really quick because as soon as we realize that this is not your typical exorcism or possession film that this is actually a third party trying to complete a series of curses for i don't know i guess power did they ever say why she was doing it just because she's evil they said why ask why try bud dry like that was the that was the whole it was a commercial for fucking bud light or bud (laughs) i don't know because when he sat down in his little fucking priestly, I don't know, uh, uh, molestation den, mm-hmm. like he was just like, uh, why does anyone do anything? <laughs> right. Why are you getting all ephemeral with this? Like, we're just asking a goddamn question about a master Satanist mm-hmm. fucking killing people. And you're like, what? why ask why? Well, who knows? Why does the wind blow? Why is the sky blue? Why did I fart and you didn't even hear it? But you're gonna smell it in a minute. Like, yeah. why asking you these yeah. questions? I mean, of course, we find out later why he was kind of a little, little off, wanting to talk about it. But yeah, yeah. Never, I just feel like the, I, I wanted more out of that character, like the priest character. They just played him up to be this one-dimensional. I was just trying to help a kid, and the kid turned into a big baddie, and then like I die. I'm like that's. A... Mm. He's a great actor. Yeah, he is. Give us something. Like, yeah. fuck, give him a fucking turn or something. Like, maybe he was helping her. Like, that would have been a great twist. That's that's honestly where I thought it was going to go. Yeah. And then it was just, he did the little teeny tiny role and was dead. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Yeah, I, I was I was really hoping it was going to become some sort of conspiracy. Because, I mean, that this is the, this is the um, satanic panic era. Yeah. So you would imagine yeah. he's got some group coven or some bullshit. I didn't even piece that together. I mean, Satanic Panic went well into the late 80s. So this would be like the beginning of the set. I didn't, th- I didn't piece that at all together in my head. Wow. Am I even a Satanist? I mean, you're not a panicky one. <laughs> Am I not a Satanic Panic? I don't know. I mean, I, I don't get it because I don't try to panic too much. Yeah. I try to be as laid back as possible because whatever. Yeah, because your heart, you got to keep it healthy. You yeah, don't want to stint. 
Um, no. All right. So what did you think about that, that, that they made that twist, that it was, in fact, a master Satanist rather than just Satan, I guess? I don't know. Um, I mean, it, it made more sense because, of course, the uh, the problem that they first have when Homeboy gets arrested is they have him sitting down reading the Bible with the crucifix and some holy water. And they're like, oh, well, clearly he's not possessed because if he was, he couldn't say this shit. Um, and then, of course, we find out it's an outside source doing it, which that, I don't I don't know. That seems like kind of a fucking stretch because, yeah, the, the demon's still there. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. It's like lying dormant or yeah. something like it's snug, like right behind his liver. Mm -hmm. Like it's it's got to be there or does it just like jump inside of his open mouth when he's sleeping when the totem is activated? Like, Maybe. I don't understand what what the fucking rules are of this universe anymore. I went into this with, like, seven films of The Conjuring Universe telling me what the rules were. And mm -hmm. this switched it all up. So mm -hmm. I still, to this day, I've watched it twice. And I just watched it earlier today as the second time. And I don't understand why, why this guy could not be infected one second and then be infected the next. Like, if the curse is on you, then it, like, game on. Right? Game on, Garth. Game on, Wayne. Like, you're, you're in. Well, I guess it's just the differentiation between, like, it being a curse and being a possession. Yeah. He's technically not possessed. He's just cursed. So, I, I don't know. That's kind of where my mind goes, but mm. I don't know. That's like, you know, splitting hairs. Yeah. Okay. I mean, but ultimately, I, I just accept it because I want to, mm -hmm. you know, figure out what the hell's going on. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so they realize that it's an actual third party doing this and they're mm -hmm. trying to figure out who this third party is or if there's a connection and of course Lorraine has this sort of like Ray Skywalker <laughs> sense of being able to touch something in like <laughs> psychometry you know see its yeah. history and, and she ends up with this Ray Kylo connection with the master Satanist yeah which... that was very much a, a Ray and Krylo <laughs> moment <laughs> It was weird, right? Because there was a moment yeah. where, like, wait, how are you doing this? Wait, mm -hmm. you can see me? Like, yeah, that's funny. We're... I never even thought about that. <laughs> it was weird. Right. I thought it was strange. Anyway. Um, so they had this strange, like, back and forth connection. Like, the Master Satanist was connected to the Master Holy Woman. Does she have a title? What are, what are their titles? What's um, on their business card? Well, Ed was a demonologist. Ooh, um, that's a good one. A non priest demonologist what? she's a psychic she's a psychic yeah. she's the demonologist they, they were, they were psychic no no not sidekick. i'm with him psychic. oh psychic <laughs> she's a psychic not a sidekick Jesus. let's just turn this fucking show off and talk <laughs> like i'm fucking this whole thing up i'm sorry no, everyone it's great it's great uh okay so she's a psychic She's yeah, a psychic. I, I psychic. get that. Okay. All right. Yeah. She's just sort of sucked into her psychicness. Uh -huh. uh, they go after the, like the random group of girls to convince that the fucking police officer can then give them more case information to pursue this, I don't know, master Satanist in some way. And so she goes into the forest and they get this little shadow scene. And then she like goes into the shadow world and connects with the past and like literally acts out the murder of this child, which I thought was a little bit strange. 
And then another part which made zero sense. She goes running through the woods, gets to the edge of a cliff at a dam, and then a hand grabs her. That doesn't yeah. follow any logical, like anything that was set up previously. Was it the girl I mean, that it, was pulling her down? No, it might have been the demon was still inhabiting the body in some way. That's weird. That uh, It just... So what? I want to know what these demons are like. Are they just stuck? They're like called. They have like a ticket, like a an afterworld like Beetlejuice, and he's like sitting in the waiting room, and then their tickets called. And they're like, okay, you need to go inhabit that girl. But downside is you're gonna be in there for eternity. Like she'll die, maybe. But you're stuck. Like that's it. That's the that's the world universe like rules we're living by. I mean, I could buy it because i mean it's especially in the context that it's a curse like it's not just a random possession like there are three souls that have to be taken over in order for the curse to be done they just needed to take the souls down to hell like that was the whole like the well, yeah but it, maybe he's got to do it all at once. otherwise he like fucking loses his job or some shit i just don't like the idea that that something grabbed her when there was nothing there like there, <laughs> there's no reason that the whole premise of this whole show is the curse inhabiting victims that end up murdering people and then the demon takes the soul to hell this one's just hanging out at a cliffside on the off chance that lorraine is going to come on by and i mean it's an eternity what else are you going to do pizza and beer is what i would do yeah maybe i'd get into a, a sport body. i don't know maybe i'll start watching basketball that might be Ugh. interesting after an eternity because <laughs> it's no, not I'd... right now yeah all right yeah, definitely not um, so, so then they get more information. They, they go back to their place. She goes off. Wait, hold on. They go to the morgue next, right? To examine yes. the fucking corpse of this girl. Mm -hmm. Cause we got to have Ray touch it. If, if mm -hmm. she doesn't touch it, this is an argument I had with my girlfriend when I was in high school. You got to touch it to just see what it feels like. Like, you don't know. That's just it may logic. be awesome. So come on, baby. <laughs> I mean, it probably won't be, but hey, will be for this guy. <laughs> and then there was crying. She, she goes down there and she touches the corpse and then activates a dead guy. So that was fucking does the cool. master Satanist have total control over all dead things? Or is it like, did she have to also infect this dead guy? With the demon that only activates while the connection between the two is alive. Because as soon as he pulled her away from the the dead girl's hand, the dead guy went dead again. Mm -hmm. Like, what the fuck are these rules? Well, see, here's the thing, Adam. This is why we don't understand, because we're not master Satanists. First of all, like once you attain that level, then you do have that kind of power where you can just reanimate dead tissue. Um I'm a little I mean, upset. It's a, it's a finite ability. Uh, that's what I kept saying. Like this whole movie was just like, this is bullshit. I've Again, applied fucking... to Master Satanist School. Okay, they just. Yeah. I guess maybe they're reviewing it. My application. Yeah, I don't. I don't get it. I've read all the fucking books. Maybe I didn't have it. I paid the fee. It's the extracurricular shit. That's what gets you in. I didn't have any extra. I can't even say the word curricular. <laughs> what is that word? Extra. I didn't have any, so maybe that's why I didn't get in. Yeah, it's because you didn't join the band while you were there. I need to join a goddamn band. I can, <laughs> I can, I can play a flute. 
I don't okay. know why that was Let's the funny part. Let's just move on. <laughs> yeah. So what happened next? Where are we? They go oh. back to their house and yeah. they're looking at maps. And there it was yeah. like a perimeter map thing. And then the dude was like, no, she went to school up there, but she lived here. And they had this moment of looking at each other like, <gasps> mm. <laughs> it was like this aha moment. Well, I mean, it, it was a total aha. My rating is fig- totally changing on this film, by the way. Oh, mine's not. Mine still stands. And I'll I'll get into it when we get to the ratings. But, I mean, it, it makes sense that they narrowed it down because, I mean, fuck, they talked about where she got the totem. And it makes sense because it's yeah. within that certain area. And then they start looking at the maps because Lorraine's like, oh, it was wet. Yeah. And I heard a train, but not really. It was only kind of there. And they just so happen to have, like, train maps and shit. So, you know, why wouldn't you? Yeah. And they figure it out. Hey, it's at that fucking farmhouse with the crazy priest. Why didn't we know that from the beginning? Yeah. So they go back there, or Lorraine does alone, because that's what you do. Um, mm-hmm. She goes back there and talks to him, and he just gives it all up. And he's like, but there's secret tunnels under that she was playing in, so maybe her altar is under the secret tunnels. And so please go into them. Yeah. <laughs> And then as soon as he closes them, old girl's standing right there staring at him. Mm-hmm. Who are you fooling, man? Like, I <laughs> saw you close the door. Wait, I don't... I, you just let her in there. And then, again, she goes in there, and she's like two and a half, maybe three feet in, looking back as if she's traveled long distances, rounds the first corner, and then there is the fucking altar. Secret tunnels under mm-hmm. this area means... An L-shaped basement. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's only oh so much extension cord in the world, Adam. So, <laughs> That's true. I mean, she had a That's whole true. bunch of fucking lighting there. Like, That's I, true. I would want to go deeper because then yeah. you might not be able to see. Then you have to actually light candles everywhere right. instead of just on your altar. Okay. First of all, can we just say dope ass altar? Yes. I yes, want and... that goddamn altar. Absolutely. <laughs> the the uh I, I don't know what part of the film business that is like like environmental design like whoever came up with the set design whoever did that mm-hmm. they did a great job of setting up this really cool ancient looking altar with all these you know books piled up at the foot of it and on tons of cool little artifacts on the top the witch fucking totem was dope as fuck like mm-hmm. they did a great well, even job. her goblet was cool as shit yeah. like, i fucking want one of those oh, so bad that is a satanic goblet if i've ever seen one yeah hell yeah i mean unless Love you're it. vegan then it's not <laughs> okay i'm not gonna even go down the fucking roads let's just stay on target stay on target so she goes, she goes down there and she's of course being chased by the master satanist because old girls got tennis shoes on or something and uh i i love I love every time you see them together because they could not look different. Their whole tone and vibe is different, but they're just like yin and yang. They just fit so well together in a frame. I Mm -hmm. really actually do enjoy it. Um, And then you've got, of course, Ed going, why the fuck did my girl just run off in the, you know, to go talk to the weird priest? She must be in trouble. That's where the cross section of train and river (laughs) connects. 
Uh, and so he goes there, hears her through the grate, and then just like decides to peel up a sewer grate and jump inside and uh, gets assaulted yeah, with dust. That's a problem that I've got too, like with it, because that's not very secretive. If no. you can just, if there's access, like a giant fucking grate. Yeah. Like yeah. there's a padlock. Anybody can bust a goddamn padlock. If you're going to be shouting Hail Satan and you're concerned at all about other people hearing you, you gotta soundproof that shit. Mm -hmm. Any Satanist worth their salt is gonna know soundproof that shit. Yeah, at least tuck a blanket up there or something. <laughs> at least tuck it. You gotta tuck it. Um, yes. So anyway, he goes down there. The master Satanist is disguised as Lorraine, runs up to him and then blows dust in his face, activating the curse. Because he was already that affected was... once and attacked her. Yeah. But this, why, why do the, the dust in the eyes? Is it just to blind him? Like, what was the... Yeah, I don't know. That was the part I was confused about because... Yeah, he's already a part of the curse. Like, the totem right. was left in his fucking office. Yeah. Therefore, it's attached to him. I didn't really understand. So, yeah, I, I don't know about the dust, but... I mean, it looked good. It did. It was a nice scene. I do. Mm -hmm. I did enjoy it. Um, but then he just goes full bore, like, Jason. Which I thought was awesome. Mm -hmm. I... I mean, I thought more Jack Torrance, <laughs> but, you know, whatever. No, you're that's spot on. That is exactly right. That is a pure Jack Torrance right there. No, that's a great correction. I don't I never saw Patrick as a threatening figure. Like in anything he's ever done, I, he just doesn't have a menacing bone in his body. But you white out his eyes and you give him a sledgehammer? Holy shit. <laughs> All it takes is the right role. I mean, look at fucking Dude. Vince Vaughn and uh, Brawl and Subblock 99 never seen that that's that's some shit really like vince vaughn is a fucking mean dude wow okay yeah it's 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 intense that. and a totally happy ending really <laughs> okay okay i i look at the camera i don't look at you so oh, well, when you're that's, winking that's fair, that's fair. <laughs> yes like, i will i would say wink wink yeah yeah, that's what i need i need the verbal cues <laughs> so i really appreciated that um I didn't ever watch the Insidious ones, Farid, so I don't know if he's, like, menacing in those. No. I heard but they're good. But the Insidious ones are pretty good. They're yeah, fine. I heard they're really good. It was James Wan, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. I mean, he's great, so. I, I fucking love James I'll have to check him out. Um, anyway, I loved that ending where, you know, she's, <laughs> I don't love this part of it where she's like, she thought love was the weakness that she mm. could use against us, but it's not our weakness. And the whole time, I'm like, okay, come on. I know where you're going. Just get there. Just come on. Speed up. <laughs> Like, Shut up, Ray. Hop, skip, and jump already, Ray. I know where you're going. I have all of the Jedi in me. Like, I get it. Just fucking get there. And so she was just like, okay, it's our strength. Just say it's our strength. Just say the words. Love is our strength. Ugh. Love defeats evil, and you win. Congratulations. I get it. So, yeah, that was torture for me, just living through those moments. Just like it was torture for you See, watching me just now the, the one thing i will give this movie um over like the other films is i felt like with this it actually gave more of a backstory of ed and lorraine like outside sure. of yeah. what they do so i mean i yeah that was a pretty fucking like oh what's your name ray skywalker i think it was one of those moments <laughs> yeah but unlike that garbage it had a payoff yeah the gazebo is that your payoff what's your what's the payoff 
Well, no, just like getting more story of oh, okay. them, like yeah. the story of the couple. Yeah, yeah. And I did like how he crushed the the, the altar, and I was just like, in my head, I was like, do you know how hard it is to get a contractor down in a fucking catacomb? <laughs> right. Not only that, you're gonna destroy all those fucking books underneath. Like, come on. You have no idea how long it took me to get a guy in here. Like, I, I'm never going to get him down here again. What are you destroying yeah. my shit for? Yeah, I'd love that so much. Just think of the logistics as a master Satanist <laughs> perfecting your lair. And you're just like, oh, you dick. Why would you do Yeah, because that? that's the shit people don't ever think about. Like, there's time and effort that goes into yeah. being evil. Yeah. Like, it's not like you just wake up one day and you're like, hmm. Guess what should I do today? today? Yeah, no. Yeah. No. It, it's effort. It's money. It's time. You got to source subcontractors because you can't just trust one dude. You got to go like sub subs. It's it's a whole process. Those are you're going to have to kill them at some point, too. Regular Satanists don't understand. Mm -hmm. right, this is a master Satanist problem. Mm -hmm. Once you're a master Satanist and you can teleport across rooms and you can like. You know, I want that so bad. That was that was pretty cool. I like no more running that a lot. bathroom. You know, take a shit, just poof, poof. Oh, thank God! <laughs> like, I want that's that. how you would use your master Satanist power. What you wouldn't use it that way? I mean, of course I would, me? but not like there's days where you're just like laying in bed. You're like, oh, I'm so comfortable. I don't want to move. Then it's like, oh God, here it comes. <laughs> you want to tell me you wouldn't just go poof and be on the toilet? I would. I totally exactly. Would. I totally exactly. Would. All right. All right. Did you guys like any of this? <laughs> Watching this? Did you watch? Did you like any of our? <clears throat> okay. So, what were your favorite parts about this film? Oh man. So favorite parts like the makeup. They just yeah. God, they killed it. Like they've always. It seems like anything that's in the James Wan universe or Lee Nell universe, like makeup's always on point. Yeah. This was fucking amazing. Like the the fat corpse that that was cool. But that was beautiful. That was legit terrifying and perfect. Yeah. Um, I was then, a like, little bummed we didn't see like fat dude peen though. Like I yeah I I kind of I mean it's a he's naked. You would imagine you'd see something flopping around. It would have been hilarious. But uh, yeah no just like I I absolutely adored the makeup effects in it and I mean it like I said with this one other. You know, this is the eighth film in this franchise, and this is the first one where I felt we actually got some more of the backstory with the Warrens. Yeah, so I, I did appreciate that as well. That's true because the first two were just like, no, this is what we do. We investigate. Mm -hmm. You just got to mm -hmm. trust us. Well, and even with um, like Annabelle and Annabelle yeah. uh, creation, like you get a tiny bit of stuff, but nothing major. Yeah, yeah. Um, here's an interesting question from Adam Fairfax. Uh, thanks for joining, man. Uh, great name, by the way. Where did the Master Satanist think she was going to go after having done all this? Like, what what was her end goal of all this? Because they never I mean, said it. What do you think it was? She can already teleport, so, I mean, maybe it was to... May, oh, man, maybe that's what it was. It was to lengthen her... Um, like her range of teleportation. Like maybe she was planning on going a holiday afterwards. It's a distance issue. I can only go 10 feet here. Yeah, I mean, if that's I get cool. More souls, I get an extra 100 feet. But, I mean, fuck, maybe she's like, you know what? I want to go to France this summer. It's true. And then, you know, then she's there. Yeah. Okay. Okay. 
I just assumed that it was like just a power thing. Like I get mm-hmm. more power the more favors I do for hell or something like that. Like, because mm-hmm. again, they never explain that at all. Like, why is she doing it? The whole, the even the father, you know, the priest, the retired priest, was just like, "Why do they do anything?" Mm-hmm. You know, I did a whole fucking monologue about this for like eighty minutes. So they they almost shame you to ask the obvious question: mm-hmm. Why is she doing this? Yeah, seems like a shitty thing to do as a screenwriter to shame the obvious question that's going to you know come up. Well, and especially but, uh, when they built up um, the priest's reputation, like, oh, he followed the temple of the ram or whatever the fuck it was for seven years until they disband. And then for him to be like, yeah, I'm not telling you anything they wanted. <laughs> Why? They Obviously, they had an end goal. Like, Right. There I, had to be a reason. Did you ever see that... Um... Oh, what was it called? It was a, a show about a guy who kills himself to go to hell to get more power, and Alicia Silverstone was in it. Do you remember anything what I'm talking about? I mean, it sounds familiar, but... It was like a 90s show. Anyway... I mean, Alicia Silverstone, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I loved it so much because I've always been attracted... And this is why I didn't mind this movie. I know a lot of Satanists, whenever you see Satanism not portrayed correctly, Mm -hmm. as if it would ever be... Let's just... Hold on, I gotta gotta do a side note. Here is Satanism portrayed correctly in a film. Someone going to work and coming home. Right. How fucking interesting is that? Once in a while, Hell Satan. Yeah, yeah. And then once a year, when they just maybe happen to be at a conclave or something, give me a break. Right. We're just as boring as everyone else. Like, what the fuck do you expect? I'll admit, like I, I fall victim to that shit sometimes. Like, (laughs) for a split second with this movie, it's like, harumph. That's not Satanism. (laughs) And then it's like, well, no shit. That's not fucking exciting, you dumbass. Oh, <laughs> and it's, it's like, well, can I be that kind of Satanist yeah, instead? Because, yeah. I mean, magical powers and shit <laughs> sounds I, pretty rocking. I'd read the curse. Give me a chance, <laughs> man. <clears throat> no, that, I grew up on this type of shit. I love this type of shit. The whole yeah. reason why I even discovered the religion of Satanism was because I was told that there were devil worshippers in the woods sacrificing animals. And I was like, that sounds interesting. <laughs> like, I would like to explore what this is about. And I learned it's all bullshit. Right. I was like, okay, well, here's a rational philosophy. I guess I'll study that. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is a good consolation prize, I guess. Yeah, I'll just stick with it for a few decades. <laughs> like, I love the idea of there being some sort of, like, super ancient power that you can tap into, whether that's Satan and hell or whether that's... I, I was going to say, like, the Teletubbies or something, but it just took too long to get there. That's <clears throat> Or the Teletubbies. Like, I want to tap. <laughs> you want to tap a Teletubbies? <laughs> Hell yeah. That, that's man. not what I meant. <laughs> just rewind. No. No. Damn it. Just go with it. I have to fuck a Teletubby. <sighs> Sorry, honey. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, I, I love the idea of this stuff. So whenever I see it in film... No, they're not ever going to portray us correctly, and I don't want them to, because yeah. it's not interesting. I've met too many Satanists, and we're boring as hell. Like, it's like all it's going to be is two hours of talking about Star Wars and getting drunk. That's our lives. Though. I would watch it. I would, too. But I'm also the target. I feel demographic. like that's every Star Wars film, though. That's just, <laughs> give me a cantina scene and fucking blaster, and I'm good. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's uh, It's weird. Anyway. 
What are we talking about again? What my favorite part of this film, um, I honestly think it has to be the set design. Like I, I really love that witch totem. Like genuinely, I, I want, yeah. I, I want one on my shelf. Like that's how much I love it. And I love that altar. I was just thinking about how I could sort of do like faux concrete in like you know when my kids eventually leave the house. Why haven't you left yet, children? <laughs> um, I'll have a room again for like you know a study or a computer room or like a fucking you know a faux altar space how i'm going to like dress that up it it just started inspiring a lot of creativity in my mind so i really loved that part of this uh what was your least favorite part of this film honestly just bear whatever the fuck your last name is yeah like it's it's i could usually kind of tune out but there's moments where it just kind of like picks at the scab a little bit to remind you that she's not that good. I really didn't think of it that at all. Like the whole time. I I just I overanalyze shit like right. that. Um I guess just between that and like some of the shit not quite lining up just right or yeah. you know like it almost being like the canto bite scene uh. where it's like that was almost not necessary to drive the point. Almost? <laughs> like there was there were some things where it's like that you didn't need that, but okay. No, it was totally pointless. Totally pointless. Hey, you know what? At least there wasn't a fucking stuttering god, uh, whatever the fuck his name is. Fuck that guy. <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, the, the stuttering guy in Last Jedi. Um, oh, uh, why can't I think of his name? I don't know. Anyway, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> At least it wasn't that. Um, my least favorite was. Um, the the logic side of it i didn't understand the rules that that the master satanist was playing by and if there's one thing if you're going to ask me to go along on this fantastical journey then at least give me a couple rules to understand they don't have mm. to make sense but as long as they're there then i'll i'll accept and play by them but i didn't get any rules it was just like she could do whatever the fuck she wanted and there was no real reason for her to do it and we were not allowed to ask why and mm -hmm. so I was, it, it really kind of bothered me a lot, um, that yeah. aspect of it. Like I, and especially when you're going into these possession tropes where anyone watching this film, like 97% of them will have watched many other exorcist films. And so mm -hmm. we're going to have expectations about how this should play out. Um, don't subvert expectations just to shit on the audience, Star Wars. We're constantly <laughs> right. going back to this. Um, <laughs> But everything like, is Star Wars. Just give me a reason, and then I'll accept it. But you got to give it. You got to give it. All right. Um, let's yeah, do no, ratings. I agree. I oh. agree. Uh, upon you know this discussion, like that right. definitely does bother me. Like why there was no anything. Like yeah. there was no reason for the Satanist to do anything that she did. Yeah. Except that she's a master Satanist, and she could. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that. Uh, even then, even if he said it's just because she can. I would have accepted that. Yeah. All right. Well, IMDb gave this 6.4 out of 10 stars, uh, which I thought was high. Rotten Tomatoes, it is 57% rotten. That just blows my mind. I kind of get it, though. I do. Uh, with an 84% audience score. See, that I get. So for people who love the Conjuring universe, they enjoyed this film. Mm -hmm. for sure. Well, here's the thing. Like... 
this is my problem with people shitting on this movie. Mm-hmm. This is the eighth fucking film in the franchise. Right. This is where the final girl gets telekinetic abilities and then burns a house down. Like, come on. There's, you have to give a little bit of leeway to the film. Yeah. Oh, wait. Never mind. That was the seventh film. <laughs> uh, I'm fucking up my franchises. But whatever. You get the idea. I this is the eighth movie in the franchise. You're going to see a specific thing. Yeah. They don't actually have to give you a story, just the beats. And you're going to be like, yeah, I like this. I have to say, though, this is the first film that we've had a cinema score in for over a year because nothing has been in theaters. And this had a B-plus cinema score, which is really good. Mm -hmm. This beat out Quiet Place Part 2 in the theaters. Which blows my mind. Yeah. Like, I... Me too. I don't know, though. Like, I... With the... Like, with my wife and I, I want to go see it, like, an early matinee after it's been out for a couple weeks because I want that audience to be dead silent or there not to be anybody Dude, there it's so good no one's in the theaters there was like seven people it in the was theater with me fucking sold out when we really? went and saw the contract it was uncomfortable as wow. hell yeah i yeah okay yeah, i don't get i don't get every it. I, it blew my mind yeah. all right um that being said i don't know why you guys in chat are talking about angel heart is this so bad <laughs> <laughs> we're doing such a bad job you got to bring up angel heart uh, I mean, let's do fair. ratings this is again this is gonna be live and so i did not preload these like an idiot yeah, that's I all, right, all so right what is your rating? so mine again my defense is this is the eighth movie in the franchise but i will give this a solid 3.5 because i fucking loved it it was fun it's not my favorite by any means mm-hmm. And to be honest, I was kind of on the fence until the second watching, like whether it was going to be three or three point five, yeah. um, because all in all, really, I none of the films I dislike. I mean, the first Annabelle, I didn't appreciate it, it until dark. I actually watched Creation. Creation was uh, awesome. Creation made the first yes. Annabelle good. Yes. Because um, I mean, it was all right, but it wasn't it wasn't anything to write home about. Like yeah. I would have never watched it again had the sequel not come out. Yeah. Um, like I still stand by the conjuring two is the best of the franchise. Oh, I like Period. number one. Best. Love that film. Um, so it's not higher than a three or a 3.5, but yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Okay. No, I can respect that. Um, I gave it a solid two because it is the conjuring universe. Um, there's some logic issues I have. Like I, I have to understand I've harped on already, so I won't go into it again, but I need rules. So if you don't give them, then I, I can't I can't play the game, you know. Um, but it didn't even really feel like a Conjuring film to me. Really? Like the jump scares felt very Conjuring, but it was a different director. It had a different feel throughout the whole thing. The story was very much different than any. Mm-hmm. All of these films to date have been set in one space, whether it was the Nun or the Annabelles or the conjurings it's always in one location this you're spread out over a bunch of different areas you don't feel that sense of continual terror it's very sparse it just i don't know for whatever reason it didn't feel like the conjuring to me it felt like just some random dude wanted to do a possession film and didn't want to tell you why they were being possessed yeah Um, but the second time I watched it, I had a good time. Like, I genuinely enjoyed watching it. And so that's why it's not lower than that. But I can't go higher. So two is bananas my, my, my max here. Fair enough. So that's all I got. Is there anything else you want to touch on? 
Nope. Mm, Want to take it to the McKenzie's? Oh, let's go to the McKenzie's. I forgot all about the McKenzie's. I didn't have oh, any how notes. How the fuck can we not go to McKenzie's? I had no notes. Especially after what was released last week. I know you're not that excited, but I am, especially as an avid gamer. Ah. Like, Evil Dead the fucking video game. I didn't know where you were going with that, yeah. Yeah, we finally got gameplay footage. And... I mean, we had kind of talked about it a little bit, but I am like, I'm huge on games like that. Like Left 4 Dead franchise, especially Left 4 Dead 2, like that is my shit. That is honestly the reason Back why I keep it. Back in the day fucking... when it came out, it was awesome. Dude, it's still awesome. I mean, the servers are down, it but whatever, it's still but... like you can, you can play a local. Yeah. But I, I just love that format of gaming where it's just like A to B and you get to hack shit up with really cool stuff. Yeah. Plus, I mean, it's it's great. Like all the people came back to voice their characters, so that's pretty cool. I mean, we saw what was his name? Uh, something the Red from Army of Darkness. Um, you Eric? mean Arthur King, the redhead guy? Yeah, that's King Arthur. That's King Arthur. No, it wasn't. I thought it was. I could have sworn King Arthur. Red. Was... It was I don't know. Red. I wasn't fucking. Anyway, but yeah, that guy. When as soon as I saw him, like when the trailer first opened, I was like, "Oh shit, they're doing the whole franchise." Mm-hmm. So I was really excited about well, that because they're touching would on... have to do the whole franchise because they've yeah. got um, Ash vs. the Evil Dead. You can't pass a you know Army of Darkness. Yeah, it's and then so that good. reveal at the end, like the last twenty seconds, yeah. of the trailer, where you get Evil, evil Ash, Ash. <laughs> running around slashing. <laughs> so shit. good. Like, oh, I can't fucking Evil wait Ash is great. Um, underrated film, Army of Darkness. Not for people who've right? seen it. But I've run into people who've never even seen it before, and they pretend they like Army or uh, Evil Dead. Like how? Uh, how do you not? How do you not no. have seen this if you like Evil Dead? Are you just saying that to sound it's, cool? I think that is what like, it is. You know, I've met people that don't even like fucking Evil Dead. They're like, oh yeah, the second one was good, but the first one was awful. And it's like, what? That doesn't make any sense at all. You are stupid. Oh my god. Yeah. All right. Have we done the Evil Dead yet? <laughs> I feel like we've talked about it a lot, but I don't know no, if we've actually I don't covered think we actually Evil Dead. Have. I don't think we have. Mm. We're, we're doing a disservice. We really are. Fucking movies. Well, all it would be would be an hour of us, like, verbally filleting Sam Raimi. So, it's I mean, true, but it's worth it. I, and he's earned it. I wouldn't say no. He's des- but... He deserves it. Uh, he deserves my horrible ability of filleting him. Yes. <laughs> Toothy... And just like awkward. I don't even know where to put it. If it's like <laughs> rub it in my eye, I don't know. I don't know how you do this. I mean, that sounds pretty hot to me. <laughs> yeah, I was really excited when you said there's an Evil Dead video game being made and there's a trailer that's going to drop. And so as soon as I saw it, I thought in my head it was like, uh, I don't know what I was thinking. I was thinking like maybe uh, like a Red Dead Redemption, like you're in this open world of Evil Dead world. And so I thought it was a first person thing and you're just going to sort of go through, but. No, it's like a, it looks like it's a multiplayer exclusive type game. And I don't like playing with other people. Like, I well, barely even have sex like with that, my wife. I, yeah, I don't, Just... I would imagine that they're going to keep it so you can do it locally. Cause I mean, that's like how Friday the 13th is. Yeah. Um, like you can play by yourself. It's better when you play online with other people, but like, you know, some people don't do that shit. So yeah. uh, I, I'm kind of hoping it's that way. Because I'm honestly, I'm not really a huge fan of online gaming just because I can't stand getting called shitty names by 12 year olds that kick my ass. Yeah. 
because it's like, oh no, I've got a job and a life. I can't devote my entire everything to video game. Yeah. Um, but with games like this, it seems a little different. Like with Friday the 13th, that's probably the only game I keep my headset on when I'm actually playing because it's just a bunch of losers like me playing it. Oh, that's cool. So it could be fun. Yeah. I would play it with you. Like if we did like a stream of it, I would mm-hmm. totally, I think that would be fun. But if it was just strangers, I don't, I don't, I don't really care. Strangers are just friends you haven't made yet, Adam. That's not true. That might be the strangers best thing are you've scary. Ever said. <laughs> <laughs> the most meaningful and heartfelt thing you've ever said. No, fuck strangers. I don't like strangers. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Um, Sinister Minister is asking us, "What did we think about the nun? What did you you?" I wasn't going to see The Nun, and then you said, you got to see uh-huh. it, and then you took me to the theater, and we watched it together. So what did you yeah. think? I fucking love The Nun. I enjoyed it. Like, it's, it's, admittedly, it's one of the goofier of the movies, um, but it's so much fucking fun, and especially with the fact that, like, that's a practical set. Yeah. They didn't build shit. Like, they're out of fucking Abbey. Like, it's, yeah. I, I love that movie. And it. And I always find more love for it every time I watch it. Like this last time that I watched it, because we're going through a Conjuring um, oh, marathon cool. right now. Um, we were watching some of the uh, behind-the-scenes shit that is on HBO. Because, of course, I own all these movies, mm-hmm. but I'm a typical American where I'm, I'd rather press a button than walk two feet to put the disc in. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that's nice thing. Like HBO, whatever the fuck it is, they have some of the special features on there. So, yeah, oh, cool. watching some of the behind-the-scenes stuff on it was pretty fun. I really like The Nun. I, I mean, you give me... First of all, as far as mythology is concerned, I think Catholic mythology is, like, the greatest. Like, I, I love a, a fallen angel that turns into the greatest bad guy of all time, Satan. I, I just love the mythology. It made me Let's love... clarify that. What's that? So I'm glad to clarify that you're talking about Satan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's why I love films like The Prophecy, other than Christopher Walken, of course. Um like, it's just, I love the mythology. And so anytime you get a corrupted holy person, especially nuns, because I got a weird thing for nuns. I don't understand why. Maybe it's a Julie Andrews thing. I don't know what it is, but I got a thing for nuns. And there's some great, there's some great videos out there, by the way, of nun stuff. Uh, that's what I've heard. Just saying. But... You give me a nun corrupted, I'm there all day, every day. Like, it's great. Even if it's the worst film ever made, which the nun is not, it's still good. Like, because it's it's bad. Like, I love it. How do you not love it? What do you guys think of it? All right. Um, anything else? We good? <laughs> yeah, we're good. I, I can't. I, I was trying to think of anything else, but really, it's just the yeah. evil dead's been on my mind. We're way over an hour, so let's let's wrap this oh, thing up. Oh, shit, we are. On. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in and for hanging with us. I didn't get to the chat as much as I traditionally do because, I don't know, I was going off on weird stuff. Um, thank you, Cameron, for <laughs> sharing. <laughs> Thanks for joining, man. It's yeah. such a good time. We've got to do that Superpower Man, whatever that fucking film is, commentary. Right? I got I got to find it first. I got to find it. It's on Shutter. What do you mean? Wait. What one are you talking about? The... The Power Man one that we were talking about watching the other. On Shudder? Yeah. Yeah, it's on Shudder. Oh, oh uh, Power Gorman. Power Gorman, yeah. Psycho Gorman. There we Psycho go. Psycho Gorman. Yes. yes, indeed. Whatever. 
Sorry, I was thinking a completely different fucking movie that I don't even know if I've talked to you about. Probably. (laughs) We got to do that, too. Anyway, (laughs) um, we'll have to check it out. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Until next time, hail the master Satanist, yeah? Yes, hail the master Satanist. Fuck yeah, where's my outro button? Let's close this fucking thing down. Let's teleport to the bathroom so I can poo. (laughs) Right. Because that's that's how I would do it. Should we do it? Is that the giveaway this year? Or this this episode? Should we do a contest? Sure. What would it How be? solid is Adam's poo going to be? Ew. You can no, answer. I don't want to oh. do that. That's gross. No, we're not doing that? Okay. Because what if they guess right, and then they got to admit that that's my, my solidity? Well, yeah, and then you send a picture of it. And that's, oh, that's no, no, no. I'm not okay with that. <laughs> that's beyond my comfort zone. <laughs> Way beyond my comfort zone. Oh, my gosh. Um, okay, so let's let's do... If you can name... All of the, yeah, if you can name all of the the bad guys in the Conjuring universe, right? There's eight movies. There's, in my head, like five. I can't think of more than five different bad guys. Like the demons' names or the, the creepy things' names, right? Yeah, yeah. So name all of them in the comments, and you'll get a special package. <laughs> yes, sounds Adam so much dirtier will than send you his special be. package. Um, no, I'll, you know what I'll do? I'll give you six dollars and sixty-six cents on PayPal. So you get six, six, six from us. Just uh, give us the answer, and if you don't yeah. know the answer, bugger off. <laughs>